One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Chapter 18, The Hunt. They emerged one by one from the forest edge, ranging a dozen meters apart. The first male into the clearing fell back immediately, allowing the other male to take the front, orienting himself around the tall, dark-haired man in a manner that clearly displayed who led the pack. I'm Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan. And this is Hot and Bothered, Twilight and Quarantine. Were you disappointed that this chapter did not include us hunting grizzlies? Yeah, I guess I'm sad that that didn't happen. We know exactly what to do if a bear attacks us, so. Yeah, the chapter is called The Hunt. There's zero hunting. It should be called The Sniff. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's the big tense moment. One guy can smell Bella. That's it. Yeah, that's so true. False advertisement is a crime, Stephanie Meyer. You know what else is a crime? Abduction. But that doesn't stop them from doing it multiple times in this book. Yeah. No, a lot of crimes get committed right under the nose of Chief Swan. But do you know what's not a crime? <laughs> 30 second recaps. <laughs> yep. That joke was criminal. Totally legal in the state of Massachusetts. Great. <laughs> Let's do them. Okay, Julia, you read, so you go first. On your mark, get thy set, go. The people emerge from the clearing. There's a redhead with leaves in her hair and then two other men. One is pale, but also has olive skin. Um, Then they talk about whether they're going to play vampire baseball together. And then the wind blows and Bella's hair rustles. And then the shorter, less hot guy smells her. and, And then they... And Edward and him both crouch down and they get in a little fight and then they run away and then Bella gets abducted again just by Edward this time, not by that other guy. And they make a plan to make a request in the 30 second recap. You should describe what the plan is because I (laughs) got cut short on that aspect. Okay, three, two, one, go. So Alice and Jasper and Edward and Bella get in the car. Bella doesn't get in the car. She's thrown into the car and they talk about the plan. And the plan is that Bella's going to tell Charlie that she wants to leave Forks and she's going to go away to Phoenix with Alice. And Edward is going to stay in Forks so that Charlie doesn't call the FBI and so that the mean barefoot guy is thrown off his track. But Bella only has 15 seconds to pack. 15 minutes to pack. One of the things that I was really confused about in the car sequence is that Bella at one point tries to pull on the seatbelt straps in order to get out. And like, has she never used a seatbelt before? 
pulling on them doesn't open them. You have to push the button. I mean, who knows what happens when Bella's in the truck by herself? She, like, wraps it around her neck or something. (laughs) She's like, let's go. Poor Bella. It's confusing. Okay, so what did you like in this chapter, though, Julia? I have an actual moment that I enjoyed. Like, not even a fake one. (laughs) They're always real. What am I saying? Am I just finding out that you've been faking it this whole time? No, this was this is just more sincere than my usual. Let me find it. Okay, so they're trying to figure out the dumb plan. And then Emmett says that he's not going to leave Edward and Bella until we know how far this is going to go. I'm with you. Oh, isn't that sweet? Good for them. Family. How tender. I'm so glad that Edward found someone that he loves different than he loves his siblings. I mean, clearly that's a high bar. Yeah, because the way he loves his siblings is beautiful. I also love when Carlisle lists Bella as his family. And he's partially doing it to, like, hide Bella. Like, here are all the vampire couples. But also, it's like, my son has chosen you, so I choose you. And I love how, like, beautiful of a chosen family this is. Yeah, but also they started dating maybe 36 hours ago at this point. I just think in terms of the chosen family thing, I'm like, you chose too quick. (laughs) Like, feel it out a little more. Try a second date. (laughs) Okay. Ask me what I liked. What did you like in this chapter? I really liked that Bella kept saying that Charlie was going to call the FBI and that pretty quickly it became just like a reality. Like, the FBI is going to be searching for me. Don't you think if the FBI is here and you're not here, Edward, he's going to get suspicious? But you're missing the critical point, which was that Edward said, oh, yeah, that's already happened to us and we were fine. Wait, really? Why isn't that one of the stories within the story? You have to take me back. Charlie will call the FBI. They'll be all over your family. Carlisle and Esme, (laughs) they'll have to leave to hide forever. Calm down, Bella. His voice was cold. We've been there before. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, that is the sentence I remember. I think that it is that they've had to leave everything behind before. Not specifically that the FBI has been called before. There's no reason it couldn't be the FBI has been called before. Okay, fine. Then I would love to see their FBI file. The photos must be so pale. If they caught them in the sun, is it nothing but sparkles? Part of my thing, if they've been investigated by the FBI before, is why are they still using their real names? Shouldn't they have fake names that they go by if there's a running FBI file on their bad behavior? Their child abduction, their blood smuggling, etc.? I wonder if their FBI files are under those pseudonyms and now they're like, fuck it, let's just go back to our original names. Mm. Maybe Edward got captured as Edwin. And that's why Charlie was like, Edwin, is that you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was his way of like winking at Edward. Like, I know who you are, Edwin. I believe it. So maybe the FBI is already in Forks. Is Charlie an undercover FBI agent? Who's to say? Ooh, So his fishing expeditions are actually fishing for information. You see? I'm doing my film noir voice. (laughs) What advice do you have, Julia? Edward says at one point, if you let anything happen to yourself, anything at all, I'm holding you personally responsible. Do you understand that? 
So I think Edward has had a lot of confusion about what personal responsibility is. And I understand that there are structural factors that impact people's lives, like pull yourself up by your bootstraps doesn't exist. But Edward doesn't seem to understand that choices people make have repercussions that they are responsible for. Like, yes, Edward, that is how the world works. But I think it's the first time he's ever vocalized that. And I wish he could put that concept into practice around all of Bella's decision making. She can make choices and they will have repercussions and she can face those. I just think that Edward is the epitome of white male cisgender straight privilege, right? Wealthy, immortal, perfectly healthy, able-bodied. He's got it all. And we are like really seeing that in this moment that his privilege has extended so far and infected his brain so much. This is like the first time that he's acknowledging that her actions have consequences that she has to deal with, not just consequences that impact him. It's like the first time he's acknowledging that she's her own person. Yeah, and he's barely getting there. He's like <laughs> tiptoeing into that water. Could it be that Bella's choices affect herself? Perhaps. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Would you like to give a piece of advice for someone? I would like to give advice to like really everyone on the baseball field at the beginning of this chapter. I really think that a lot of this could have been avoided with some good chit chat. They just like jump right into like, we promise not to hunt on your land. How do you live? And I just feel like these are very intimate questions that they should be like, hey, how are you? I like your lack of shoes. Oh, I like your shoes. Beautiful weather, isn't it? I really think that if they had spent a little bit of time building a relationship and building a sense of trust and care with one another, they could have had a reasonable conversation of like, yes, I have a mortal girlfriend. I would really appreciate if you don't murder her. And then the other one could be like, look, we both found out that we're fans of the Mariners and I would never kill the girlfriend of a fellow Mariners fan. I was kind of impressed with the level of conversing that happened at the beginning before it went to trying to eat Bella. Given the low standards I've seen in all vampires thus far, the fact that they got a few lines in before it devolving into total chaos, I was actually kind of impressed with. Really? Didn't you miss the weather talk? Like, why doesn't Bella just, like, give a weather update? Why isn't she, like, interesting that there's thunder and no rain? (laughs) This field costs $100,000, pure grass, great for baseball and storms. Yeah. Give me a realtor spiel, Bella. 
or a weather woman spiel, keep trying out like everything is career day. Anyway, I'm just saying that like chit chat could have really like sidestepped this awkwardness of like hunting and murdering. The awkwardness of two boyfriends crouching down trying to growl at each other's girlfriends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's like a baseball game turned into a football game. Football players crouch and sort of growl at each other and then attack. <laughs> football players growl at each other. <laughs> they do. 39, 22, hike. <laughs> okay, what is your next piece of advice? Well, tragically, in this chapter, we have another kidnapping scene. (laughs) So I would like to reaffirm that kidnapping is a crime. I looked it up. It's a felony in the state of Washington. You can get life in prison and a $300,000 fine. So what you are doing is illegal. And this time, it is not an individual kidnapping. It's a group kidnapping. With the brothers involved. I was saying I liked Emmett and Edward, but then it was like, hold my girlfriend down. Okay. And he grabs her arms and straps her into that car seat. So I would just like to tell these characters to stop committing crimes. Or would you like to submit a formal report to the FBI that another crime has been committed? Yeah, I'm going to call Charlie up and be like, it's still happening. We told them once it's not okay. They didn't listen and they got accomplices. They're committing the same shenanigans, Charlie. (laughs) Why do you have such a good crime voice? Thank you. I think that that's great advice. Stop kidnapping. Everyone listening to the podcast who's in the middle of kidnapping, stop. Drop the people off on that corner right now. Unbuckle them from your Jeep and drop them off. I actually think trust them to unbuckle themselves. (laughs) I think that most people do know how to unbuckle themselves. I think Bella's the exception here. Do you have a second piece of advice? Yes, I do. So Edward tells us about this like new hunter man that once he commits to a hunt, he is unshakable. And I know that Edward knows this because he can read the other person's thoughts. But I'm very curious about this man's thoughts. Does he think to himself, I will get her because once I commit to a hunt, I am unshakable. And if so, (laughs) my advice is do not think like you're a voiceover for a movie trailer of your life. I am Vanessa. I am podcaster extraordinaire. I will now cook dinner, turn on the oven, and I love to cook. Like, I think that that is how you get delusions of grandeur. I think that this is really unhealthy positive self-talk. If he is actually saying to himself, once I commit to a hunt, I am unshakable. When you say it like that, I'm kind of thinking, I'll have what he's having. Like, doesn't that sound spunky in your head? Like, woo. (laughs) Freshen it up a little bit in quarantine. (laughs) Do you think he does it as a musical or like in voiceover voice? No, it's totally an action voiceover. Uh, November 2021, James the Vampire. Once he commits to a hunt, he's unshakable. Julia, Bella needs so many things because she's been kidnapped and she only has 15 minutes to pack. What do you want to send her? (laughs) Well, when you say it like that, I want to send her some packing cubes. (laughs) They really help. But originally I was thinking that she should have like a little kit to get ready to look like a vampire. 
the palest shade of foundation, some kind of strong perfume to hide her human smell. The dog whistle can be a part of her package to hide her heartbeat. Colored contacts, which they seem to have in abundance. She could even get the creepy red one, so it seems like she eats people. Yeah. She just needs to have better strategies for coping with the vampire lifestyle. Again, she needs to start carrying that backpack we sent her. Mm-hmm. This would all fit in the backpack. Do you have something you'd like to send, Bella? Yeah. I want to send her a really strong, like, lantern flashlight so that whenever any of the vampires are trying to control her, she can turn on her light. And then I think, especially when there are multiple of them, they'll all start sparkling. And then their, like, sparkles will bounce off each other and they'll blind themselves and then she can run away. A listener said for their care package, they want Edward to go throw a disco in the woods where he's the disco ball, just in the sun. (laughs) So in the care package was the invitation to the disco party. (laughs) Edward's disco. (laughs) So what do you think is going to happen next chapter? I think that Bella is not going to be able to figure out how to unbuckle herself, but I think no one is actually going to be able to to figure out how to unbuckle her. So they're going to call AAA to, like, get someone to come and cut her out. And then it turns out that that guy, James, the barefoot vampire guy, works for AAA. And he said, I'm here, but you were expecting the jaws of life. I am the jaws of death and kills Bella. And then the book ends. (laughs) What do you think is going to happen in the last hundred pages? Her funeral? I think it's blank pages just to punk us so that we don't know that this is the end. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure this book is very avant-garde and we'll take that kind of formal experimentation into account. Yep. God, what are we going to do for the rest of the podcast? Just sit here in silence three times a week? No, we're going to contemplate what the blank pages symbolize for Bella. (laughs) Death. This has been Twilight and Quarantine, an FBI file from Hot and Bothered. This episode and all episodes are executive produced by Ariana Nettleman and produced by Ariana Martinez. This show was conceived of as a vampire baby by Julia Argy. And I'm Vanessa Zoltan, and I don't have an FBI file. We are a production of Not Sorry Productions and are distributed by Acast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, everybody. I'm dropping into your feed to let you know that starting June 23rd, you are invited to a class called Discovering Your Own Patron Saints, a guided workshop with Natalie Folkerts. In this six-session class, you will explore beloved characters from literature who've jumped off the page and made their way into the moral fabric of your life. The first week of this class, you're going to explore what we mean by patron saints, and then each subsequent week will be devoted to a different value, wonder, imagination, grief, 
and courage. If you are seeking spiritual guidance outside of the constraints of formal religion, if you are someone who finishes a novel and feels like you have said goodbye to new friends, then this class is for you. Register before the first class on June 23rd by going to notsorryworks.com. That's N-O-T-S-O-R-R-Y-W-O-R-K-S dot com.